Hey everybody, welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. Two weeks ago when we did our podcast, it was just before we had our big anniversary sale. And last week, it was during our big anniversary sale. And this week, it's after our big anniversary sale. In case you guys didn't know, we had a big anniversary sale. I didn't know. You didn't know? I didn't know. You should have told me. We sold more games than usual. Did you notice that part? Oh, that's why. That's why. And that went pretty well, I think. We got a lot of new customers. Yes. And we got some returning customers filling holes in their collection. And I think that pretty much has been our our best month so far. So that was uh, very gratifying. Yep. High five. Ow. So. You're welcome. Yep. When we... So we had 15 of our games on sale. There were two games we did not have on sale, and that was Dynasty and then Seven Pines of Fair Oaks. And those two games had come out within five weeks or so before the sale. So Seven Pines like two weeks before, and then Dynasty was two or three weeks before that. And so we figured, well, we just had those games on sale. So about for the sale, we don't have those two games on sale. We just have the rest of the stuff on sale. We thought that made sense. I, I would like to clarify that that was Tom <laughs> and not we. We discussed it. You you discussed it? No, we we discussed it and came to a, a a conclusion, which maybe in retrospect, Tom's conclusion was not the the wisest conclusion. Because here's the thing: when we come out with a new game, we have a general idea of how it's going to sell. Now, it might sell more than that. It might sell less than that. But generally, we get a. We have a <laughs> We have a general. What's so funny? It may, you know, it might. But, no, no. But on average, we have a general. Oh, I'm sorry. That was just. That was funny. <clears throat> we but have a general g- idea how it's going to sell. Now it may sell more. It may sell, <laughs> it may sell well. less than that. But generally, generally, the idea we have how it's going to sell is how it's going to sell. I love you, babe. I love you too. So. Especially the sales it has in the first week. From that, we can extrapolate what kind of sales we're going to have for the next two or three weeks and the next couple months. Get word of mouth going and picks up on the game, then that's going to be a higher number. But generally, we know how it's going to sell in the second week, the third week, the second month, etc. And so we figured, or maybe I figured, maybe that'd be a better way to, to phrase it, that. No, it's okay with the we. The Dynasty and Seven Pines would sell a certain amount within the first few weeks, within the first couple months, right? Mm -hmm. And we figured that would happen regardless of the sale. So those purchases that were being made, that would have been made for Dynasty and Seven Pines that we didn't have a sale would still be made, was my thinking. That thinking was wrong. Yes, that was was the wrong thinking because you have the sale. We're going to put it on a reduced price. People can then say, oh... I'm going to get this, I'll get Seven Pines, or I'll get Dynasty at the same time. But they weren't on Actually, a few people did do that, even though they weren't on sale. But not as many as But not I as many thought. as, yeah. Yeah. And it's been so slow the last couple of days because everyone, pretty much everyone on Earth, bought some game from us during our sale, which we appreciate that. But then now we have the week after the sale... And everyone just bought stuff from us last week. Just bought two, three, four games from us last week. They're not really looking to buy a couple more games 
this week. So in retrospect, we should have had all 17 games on sale. Now maybe with Seven Pines, it would have still been the introductory price that we started with yeah. like two weeks beforehand. Yeah. Because I would hate to release the game and you know it's five bucks off, and everyone's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get this now. It's five bucks off. No, I wouldn't go over the five. And then two weeks yeah. later during the sale, have it, have it be you know that, that's. So we learned a lesson from that, or I learned a lesson from that anyway. Right now, uh, just kind of, uh, just to kind of make up for it, we do have both Dynasty and Seven Pines on sale at a reduced price. I'm not sure if anyone's going to get it since that, they. That, that's the Maya Culpa sale. Yeah, we'll call it that. So. Okay, who's that? That sounds like Claus. Claus, don't chew on that bag. He likes to chew on bags. I don't understand it. Just neither nutritious nor delicious. He doesn't eat them. He just chews on them. Just chews on them. To be annoying. Yeah. He used to do that uh, when he wanted us to wake up and and feed him. Yep. Like he would find a bag and just start gnawing on it really annoyingly. (laughs) Well, I already put the food out, so he's... he's, Yeah. Both of them are set for food. So there's no reason for him to be doing that. Yeah. Ah. Table battles. We're coming out in September, if not the first week of September, then the second week of September. We just got the official card order in, so those cards are on their way to our printer. And once he gets them, he can start putting together the game. And once he has so many put together, we already start taking orders and roll that out. And we have a couple videos we put up about table battles, explaining how the game works. People seem to be excited about that. So I'm excited about that as well. It's always nice when people respond well to something that you've created. Yes. Now, but there is a small hitch. There is a small hitch with table battles, and that is, at least at first, we have them available only in a limited quantity. Uh, the reason for this is that the wood bits for table battles, when we ordered them initially, uh, we actually were ordering t- wood bits for Dynasty and needed to order some extra wood bits to bring down the price. We're covering this in a blog article coming out, I think, on Tuesday. And those woodbits we got in a quantity that would be fine if the game had X number of woodbits in it. But in designing and testing the game, we needed a little more than X. And so we don't have as many copies of the game as we would have normally. Now, we've ordered new woodbits. Have they shipped yet? They are supposed to have shipped last week, but they're coming to us from Germany. So it'll be a couple weeks before we get a hold of them, and then we got to... They're taking a slow boat. Then we gotta bag them up and then send them over to our printer. Now that means we might have them before we start taking orders for table battles. It might come slightly after that. So for the initial release of table battles, is going to be available in a limited quantity. So if you all want to just kind of place your order on like the first couple days to make sure you get a copy, I'm okay with that. I think Mary's okay with that too. We will have more copies, but there is a chance that after the first two or three days, we have to stop taking orders for a little bit. So we're actually going to be tracking the inventory on that one, which we don't usually do with our games because they're print on demand. There's no really inventory to track really, except for when there are cards involved. Now we have plenty of cards for it. We just don't have as much we wood bits. Wood bits, yeah. yeah. Well, we have a certain number of wood bits <laughs> that we already bagged up and sent out there, but yeah. not enough. Because when, when I originally was looking at it, I was looking at having like 12 sticks per color. There are four colors to the game, red, pink, blue, and dark blue. Mm-hmm. And what we need is 20. So mm-hmm. if we have 12... I remember when you upped it, yeah. Yeah, up it by 8. That, that Across the number of copies, that yeah. greatly... Increases the use of those sticks. Got through the sticks a lot faster than we thought we were going to. We're just letting you guys know ahead of time, so it's not like a, a surprise. Yeah. You know. It's all two or three people who listen to this. <laughs> oh, there's like at least five. Speaking of surprises, we have a game coming out in October. 
called Forex. It's an economics game. So if you're the war gamers in our audience, you probably don't care about this as much. But the non-war gamers or the crossover type gamers are probably like, ooh, trading currency. This is exciting. I want more of this. It's a really fun game. Thank you. Tom's been working on this for years. Years. And uh, we used to get it on the table way back when, when uh-huh. he first started. It was a lot of fun. Um, it went through a number of changes, but it was always fun. Every time you changed it, it was always fun. Yeah. There weren't Which, as many changes. You, you, you can't say with some of your other games. <laughs> some of your, your other games, you made changes and it just was not the same. No. It, I mean, it, it killed the game. I mean, really, the core of it's been the same. There's been some tweaking for balance purposes, and and also just to increase the the variety and opacity of the gameplay. But this is a game that has 205 cards in it. Now, they're mini sized cards, but it's 205 cards. And the thing with the cards is we just like with the wood bits is that we order them ahead of time and in bulk, which you know is fine. But when we're looking at the components for Forex and we're looking at the price of each copy of Forex to produce, you know, I saw how much the cards cost for each copy, but for some reason it didn't click in my head that, oh yeah, I have to order X number of copies of these cards all at once as an upfront cost. Because almost everything that we do, unless it's a card or a wood bit, it's not an, the upfront cost is, is per game. So if we have a game that costs $30, $40 to produce, then we're paying that much out one at a time each game. When we have this where we have to get this component ahead of time, you know, we've had games with like 54 cards, like Dynasty, or Table Battles has 50 cards. And like, okay, I know how much that costs, and I know that I have to do that all ahead of time, but now we have some with four times as many cards, and we have to order them all ahead of time. And I, I looked at it, and I was like, oh my goodness. Like, like today, it just clicked with me that this is a lot of upfront money. This is more upfront money than we've ever put out on a game. And the thing that's terrifying about that is that this is a nerdy game. This is a game that an 18xx publisher told me was too nerdy for 18xx players. So I'm, I'm not super nervous. I'm pretty sure people, there's a lot of interest in the game. So I'm pretty sure people are, are going to dig it. But if you want to just let us know that you're looking forward to the game and interested in it, it's going to help my blood pressure a lot. Over the next uh, few weeks. Yeah, we, we were out trying to relax out at Cranbrook. <laughs> Cranbrook um, is a, a really nice house with a really large area. It's got nice grounds with a bog garden, a Japanese garden, a big lake. It's got a Greek theater. Um, it's got a museum and a library out there. It's very nice. Um, and there's some other smaller gardens out there too so we like to go out and walk around so we're out there trying to relax and suddenly tom panics yeah i didn't find it that upsetting even though the number's huge Mm -hmm. but we got to do what we got to do and i mean if you just relax (laughs) we're out there trying to relax you know stop thinking of big numbers yeah well well, I'm, i'm the one that usually thinks of big numbers not you well because i'm very risk adverse I'm very much someone who, you know, we do this print-on-demand style of publishing for our games. And we do that because it minimizes the risk. We do that because it allows us to take chance on weird games because it keeps the cost down. Whereas with a game with a traditional publishing method where you're paying a lot of stuff up front, you have this risk that maybe you're not going to sell that many copies, maybe you're not going to make your money back. 
Yeah, but just panic when we get home. Yeah. Don't panic out there. It didn't occur to me until we were out there. Like, I didn't even think of it until I, I was sitting there on the bench. By the lake, yeah. There was a cardinal flitting about in a tree Mary was trying to photograph. Every time I got my camera ready to take the picture, off he'd go. Off he'd, and he'd come back, and then he'd yeah. go off. Yeah. And there was a, a cool but not too cold breeze coming off the lake and the air was fresh and then all of a sudden I realized 205 cards times this much per card times this many copies is more money than we've ever put out. Several times more than we put out for any game before and this is not necessarily a guaranteed commercial success. I feel good about it though. I I feel good about it too. I just, yeah, I had a little bit of a panic because I, I am so very risk adverse. We have a method of publishing where even a game that doesn't do well, does well. And that's because we don't have any of that upfront costs to deal with other than the art. Or we minimize the upfront costs to like wood bits and cards. And the wood bits, mind you, are much cheaper than the cards are. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. It is what it is. But if you guys want to, you know, tell us how much you want to buy the game. We we would be, we'd be we'd be happy to hear it. So I think that about wraps it up for today. Anything else you want to talk to people about, Mary? No. Bye for now.